At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Get a Grip with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, 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 welcome to Get a Grip. Hope you guys are having an awesome day and an awesome week. Uh, exciting one here. Uh, a fella that was a part of this podcast for uh, much of its existence uh, had another victory on the PGA Tour. Max Homa, win number four. Cheers and a little Elijah Craig to our man uh, for the great victory on Sunday at the Wells Fargo. Two wins at the Wells Fargo, but two different golf courses. It's going to be very important to remember that when you're looking at the Max Homa Wikipedia page in about 10 years from now but such an exciting week uh to watch obviously i mean if you're listening to this podcast you're a fan of max homa um so uh i grabbed him for a few minutes uh he's got a million things going on right now in between the move uh and just being a, a rock star on the pga tour so chatted a little bit about uh the win and the week and everything like that and then at the end of the chat we did our top five least favorite things about moving because max just recently moved into a new house of course i moved a year ago uh, but yeah, that's that. Um, got some exciting stuff coming up on the old social medias as well. I've got some rap stuff I'm going to be doing Mondays after golf tournaments. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at Shane Bacon. You can also follow this podcast at Get a Grip Pod on the old Instagrams as well. And uh, and yeah, do that. Do that if you could. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, let's get to Mr. Homa. Max, um, first of all, thanks for joining us. And second of all, congrats on the win. I was thinking about this. After you won the Wells Fargo in 2019, uh, I think it was Wednesday, you and I went to TP for lunch, just the two of us. I remember uh, you were like on the TV for a minute, if you remember that, and we were both kind of chuckling about that. Um, now you're going to Maple and Ash with like other celebrities for your big dinner. There are balloons. <laughs> Is that a perfect example of like where you're at now versus 2019 that you're now going to the highest end place in Scottsdale to get dinner after the victory? Uh, I don't think so. I think a big part of that shame was uh, we had just moved here in 2019. So uh, we were, uh, you, 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 fortunately you and Cindy reached out and became our friends, but we didn't have very many friends. Um, so T I would, I'll, I'll be going to TP this week. I'm sure I, I miss their, uh, their Cadillac Mart uh, margaritas. Uh, 
but yeah, it was a, it was, it's, it's a weird ride to think about 2019 to 2022, um, how much everything I guess has changed, um, at least with like the golf and then how much I feel like it stayed the same. Uh, I don't know, just like with Lacey and me and Scotty, I mean, little, obviously little big things here and there, but it is weird to think about how different that's all been since, uh, since the first one. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I was thinking about your wins. You know, I mean, if you go back to 2019, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I can only assume that the first win has to probably be the weirdest win because of just, you know, you're, you don't really know what's going on. I know you'd won before, and I know you'd won in different instances, but winning on the PGA Tour is obviously a different beast. So you win in 2019, you're kind of battling Rory, and it's crazy, and you, you had the big fist pump at the end, and then you win at Riv, which, as you've mentioned on this podcast and other places, I mean, you know, it was as big a win as you'd ever hope to have in your career. That was a great Sunday, and you'd kind of – I mean, if you remember, I mean, I, I don't remember what the lead was from Sam Burns going to that Sunday, but I feel like it was like four or five shots, right, going to the final round there. Yeah. And you play great on Sunday and win that in a playoff. Um, you know, Fortinet was interesting. I mean, you were one of the biggest names in that field. You played great on Sunday. You would kind of had it wrapped up going into the 18th hole. This one, to me, was the most uh, – and and the no laying up guys are going to love this – but the most quote-unquote match play situation between <laughs> you and one other guy and you're paired with them. Did this feel the most kind of in it that you've been in terms of the golf tournaments you've won? Yeah. Um, it felt like when I was coming down the stretch on maybe like – more, after after I bogeyed 13 and Keegan birdied 14, when we were walking up 15, I was like thinking to myself, this will be interesting because like I, it will almost definitely come down to the 18th hole. Like there, there will be some situation where like it will be me and him on 18 and like someone's going to have to do something to either tie, win, or, you know, kind of maybe mess it up. And uh, that was helped by the fact that, you know, Cameron Young and Matt Fitzpatrick, I think, posted six under. And I think that kind of helped because I was like, well, it's it, it feels like it's me against Keegan uh, because because I was like, I should I should be able to get in the house, you know, better than six. Um, 17 was the only hole. Uh, and I had kind of mentioned it uh, to them to, to speak of the no laying up guys, because a tee shot is pretty tough with that little bit of wind and where they put the pin on Sunday. I was kind of thinking about that shot all day because I was like, this is only really one shot on the back nine after 11 where you, I feel like you could lose the golf tournament. And it was that that uh t shot um you know you can make a double pretty easily there and that's why th that was the only part i was like if you get through 17 you're definitely going to stay a better than six under so it felt like me versus keegan and um you know it was so fun because i i, I don't know if i've hit you know riviera we didn't have fans and you couldn't tell what was going on i didn't play with finau i didn't play, even play with sam burns i was kind of in my own little kind of bubble um, the Fortinet, um, again, like I was chasing the entire day, but I wasn't playing with Mav. I wasn't in the final group and, um, you know, he, there was a humongous change on 17, but we didn't even know that really, you know, until the putt on 18. So it kind of almost took that, uh, pressure off and yeah, Wells Fargo's, I was kind of like, that was a weird win. Cause I was kind of like the one guy who just kind of didn't like make a bunch of mistakes on Sunday. Um, I felt like I just kind of played steady and then I was able to just kind of like finish the day. I was still nervous on 17, but on 17 that day, I was able to just bail way right. Bogey didn't kill me. 
um, and I end up making par anyway. So this one, it was like, man, I got to get up there and hit a hit a golf shot on 17. And then walking to 18 was fun because I'm like, dang, this is cool. Like this is probably the this is the first time and I mean, I can't even remember how long, maybe ever that I like, I was, you know, one up on 18 in the final group with a, with a, the guy that's chasing me in my group, you know, it felt cool, like getting a humongous ovation on 17 when we got to the tee. Uh, Cause it was just like, we battled like all day. It was a fight. And I don't know, that was definitely the first time that's ever happened. And um, uh, especially in my, you know, PJ tour career and, man, it was just like, it was exhilarating and fun. It was cool to be able to kind of be in that, in that amphitheater and in that moment with, uh, with Joe, just kind of staying in our, get up there. And that six iron hit on 17 is the best shot I've ever hit under pressure. And then getting to hit the drive on 18 and play it smart coming in and have good speed on the putt, like stuff like that. I knew I was going to remember forever going forward. Cause I'm hoping to be in that spot more. It's rare that you win golf turns by three shots. Yeah, I mean, you've talked about it before with me about the kind of the drug of being in contention and how, you know, I mean, obviously over the last year, year and a half, um, you found yourself in contention a lot. What is it like now when you get to a Saturday and Sunday? Because like as a friend and a fan, right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a buddy of yours, but I'm a fan of yours as well. And I'm kind of living and dying through what you're doing. But I also think that I'm probably overthinking what you're maybe going through or like what you might be thinking about going into Saturday, going into Sunday. Obviously you played great those first couple of days on a golf course that you didn't know a whole bunch about for you personally going into kind of Sunday. What's the feeling like for you? I mean, are you waking up in the morning feeling like I'm going to go win this golf tournament? Do you, is it calmness? Like what's the difference in feeling for you personally? Let's say this Sunday versus you know, a year ago, I mean, you, you got yourself, remember, if you remember a year ago, you got yourself a contention at the American Express, and I know you didn't play great on Sunday. Um, you know, you played really well. Uh, was it the 3M or the Rocket Mortgage? You played really yeah, well. Rock, yeah, uh, 3M, yeah. I remember you hit a great iron shot there on 17 as well. But what's the difference for you personally kind of going into these final rounds now? It hasn't changed too much, man. Um I got great advice from one of my close, still close buddies, Eric Mina in college. And we were both in contention going into the sun, the final round of a college event in Hawaii. And he, and we were rooming together and he told me, he's like, Hey, here's, you know, a piece of advice. Um, let yourself dream, give yourself like 10 minutes, think of everything good that will happen and all the stuff that comes with it, with winning a college event. And then after that time, you know, it's done. Like you did your thing, you got to dream and then you let it go. So I still do that. Now, sometimes, you know, 10 minutes is tough. Uh, so some mornings I'll wake up, but if I want to dream it for a little bit, I let myself dream it. But it's like, once I get to the course, I shut it off. And um, it's always been good because I think it's good to think about the, the the cool stuff that can happen. And, you know, I haven't made it a secret. I'd really like to make that President's Cup team. And I knew that winning this past week, especially against another American guy who's been playing great, was going to go a long way. Um, and it was funny because I played that whole round and all I'm doing is just trying to win the golf tournament and play my best golf. And coming down 16, you know, it kind of crept in my mind, the President's Cup thing. And I was like, no, man, like you already, you, you, you were, you already dreamed that like that's over. Like you need to get yourself back into just playing golf. And I got myself back into just playing golf right away. And it just felt like I was just trying to win a golf tournament. I didn't think of all the extra stuff. But I mean, I was nervous on one, the tee shot, not really, for some reason, the second shot I told after I hit, it, I told Joe, I said, I'm kind of nervous, but I had a really good seven iron. And then for the rest of the day, I didn't feel the nerves 
again until uh, the putt for bogey on 16. Uh, that's when the nerves kicked back in, where my feet felt, you know, my legs felt a little more jello. And then 17, I was, I mean, I was real nervous over that one um, off the tee. But man, it was, it was interesting. Like just, um, it, it hasn't, I think that's something I, I really am proud of is that, you know, I, I have almost always felt the same level of comfort in contention, especially on Sundays um, since that Wells Fargo win. Uh, I think getting through the Saturday with Rory at Wells Fargo in 2019 was the biggest deal for me because I realized I can play nervous, like really, really, really nervous. And now like, it's so easy to look back and think, you know, if I do start to get overwhelmed, like, man, what's the worst case scenario here? Cause it ain't that bad. You know, like it's just not that bad. Um, and I think that that's like a little mini, I think it's a mini, like, uh, just thing I've got. And I, I enjoy that because, um, I don't know, I've always been a kind of introspective person. And I think that really, really helps me. Uh, how many perspectives did you drop for the week? Do you remember? Do you, can you give me like a round number on how many you threw out there in the interviews? It was at least a baker's dozen. Um, <laughs> I tried a lot, man. I tried it as often as I could. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. Can I just say, though, it is wild that you win the week after this happens, right? I mean, you announced this with Lacey. It's a big announcement, obviously <laughs> very exciting for you guys. And then for the next week for you to go out there and win, it, it does seem like there's more there. You know, I mean, as silly as it is and as much as we overplay it and everything like that, you know, I mean, there is a level of oh, wow, my life is about to take a turn. Uh, I would, By the way, speaking of that, um, so Cindy wasn't around as I was watching on Sunday. So I had both kids in the basement. Um, you And, of course, if every parent knows how this goes down. If you just clip that sentence, that's creepy. What's that? I had both my kids in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I had both the children in the basement, uh, just duct tape. No, every – parent knows that the moment you don't need your kids to lose their shit is when they lose their shit and you're on 18 and charlotte just goes starts going crazy she's screaming crying i don't have a bottle downstairs so i gotta run upstairs and get a bottle run back downstairs and i'm holding you make the putt you're about to talk to amanda and i'm holding charlotte and she projectile vomits like all over the couch <laughs> and the table and i was like man i should have been videoing this for max this is what he's going to be experiencing uh in about eight months from now uh, this is parenthood in a nutshell, but yeah, I mean, it, it does it did it seem kind of wild to you after the first two rounds to think everything that had happened in two weeks to be in contention in this golf tournament? Did it feel? And I mean, this is a little cliche, but did it feel like the stars were kind of aligning? Yeah, man, it was. I yeah, I guess you could say that because you know I had a really good week at home the week prior. Obviously, we had so much fun with our friends Joe, Mila, our friend Courtney came over for a little gender reveal. Um, it feels so much more real when you have, when you know the gender, uh, in my opinion, especially, you know, first kid, like this felt, it's, I start, felt, started feeling a lot more attached uh, than I had. Obviously, I'm not the one growing the kid in me. So uh, it started to feel so real. And then also getting to go to, we had already pre-planned it long before, but, you know, I went to Alabama uh, for the weekend and, and worked on a bunch of stuff with Mark and got dialed and and that was that felt kind of like stars aligning because uh, then, you know, I go to the course and I don't really, you know, he was working with the other guys. I didn't really feel like I needed a lot. And um, I just felt like I was, I was in a really good headspace. Uh, my game felt awesome. And um, I thought I was just gonna be able to go out there and have some fun and play. And then, you know, I always talk about getting in groups that I think 
I think that that matters a lot. Yeah, I I, I texted Lacey when you're on about the fifth hole, and I was like, man, I was like, this this is setting up for Max never to be able to kind of live up to these expectations ever again for a Mother's Day gift. I mean, you're going to pull this out before you have the kid. What are you going to do next year? You got to win the Masters or something. Uh, can we uh, can we talk about your putting? Is this the most comfortable you've been putting in a long time? Yeah, man. Like it was so interesting. We're starting to work with Phil Kenyon at Augusta. And when we went through my stroke, he was like, you know, there's little tempo things, but for the most part, he said, I rolled it great. And uh, we didn't do a ton that week. Obviously it's the master's week and I didn't putt it well there, but it felt like I, I had more kind of confidence in my stroke just because he said that, you know, you hear one of the best putting coaches in the world tell you, you have a good putting stroke. It kind of goes, does wonders for your mind. <laughs> and then we worked a lot, uh, kind of heavier at the Zurich and he, we went through my green reading and he, you know, very bluntly said, your green reading is shit. Uh, I suggest, I suggest aim point. <laughs> so I worked on aim point really hard that week. I made a few more putts, still didn't put it great, but I, I felt better about it. And then grinded really hard uh, the week after that, working on my feet and my percentages and practicing with a level. And Joe has been grinding that too. And, you know, came out, uh, came out the next week and, you know, or actually in Alabama, Mark and I went over it again and he gave me a few more tips because Mark was one of the first guys to be in on this aim point thing back when it started. And yeah, just like getting out there and I, I just can't tell you how many wonders it does for your game when you're not thinking about your putting stroke and you're rolling in some putts because when you play a demanding golf course like we just did, like, you know, you're going to have some, you know, some tricky putts for par, you know, you're going to have 10 feet for par, but if you don't have to stress about that, you know, you can miss some greens and know that you can make some pars, like it just does, it does wonders for your head. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I know you got to run in a minute because you got some stuff going on, um, but you just moved, and this was something I wanted to do with you on the podcast at some point. Feels like a perfect time. Um, so you recently moved. I wanted to do top five worst parts of moving with you. I wrote down a... Uh, my list, you know, I moved about a year ago. Um, I'm assuming you have your list as well. Um, can you run me through like, uh, like what's number five on your list? Top five worst things about moving. Five is the unpacking. I don't hate it, but it's obviously a bit of a nightmare, <laughs> but I don't hate it as much as everybody, but the unpacking, you know, you finally get in the house and you realize you kind of have to just do the whole thing again. Um, that's, that's, that's my five. <laughs> gotcha. Mine's uh, having to change your address on everything. Um, I hate that. Takes a long time. Uh, I still have stuff I haven't, I think, the wrong addresses on. Um, and occasionally you'll get stuff shipped to the wrong address, you know. So um, that's always a bummer. Uh, number for, four for me is how you how you spend like three hours packing a room and uh, it doesn't look like you did anything. Um, that's uh, that's number four. I hate that. Yeah, that actually aligns with mine. So number four also, I guess, kind of with the unpacking is I don't like I have a garage that I can't use for my car right now. My poor car looks so bad. It's just been outside for so long. I'm gone all last week. So that part, I hate that because it's the easiest place to store stuff. And I can't use this nice garage I have. So that's that that, that has been killing me. Um, I, I have number three is the inevitable dents on nice shit. Like the desk I'm currently using right now has a dent on the edge of it from uh, moving. You can be as nice and soft and easy and great movers as you want. Stuff's going to get dented when you move. That's a fact. We actually didn't have anything too bad, but I've had past horror stories of breaking stuff on the way out. Um, my three is uh, like the furnishing a house and like having stuff that you liked at your old house that now doesn't go at all in the new house and realizing that that was just a waste. That one, that one tilts me a little bit. <laughs> when you move something, when you move something to the house and then you give it away, yes. it's such a bummer. I totally agree with you. Imagine going all the way across the country and it's like, oh, we're taking half this stuff away. <laughs> um, that's a very good one. Um, number two is, uh, is the uh, number two is surprising. Not number one is how you literally just can't find anything for months on end and potentially into years on end is how you can't find certain stuff that you've been, you it was, you knew exactly where it was in the last house. Yeah, having to get used to where stuff is now is freaking frustrating. You're so comfy. My two is the actual just process of picking up boxes and putting them in the U-Haul and then doing that 100 <laughs> times. We had a little van and like having to crouch and carry stuff, my back just felt like it was on freaking fire. And it was just like, it's just the, doing that over and over. And then when you would get to the like the new place and then have to do that, but like just taking them out, I was like, holy cow. It was just like, the how mundane it was and just like repetitive i just felt like i was i felt like it was just like a a a loop from hell awful awful writing on the box trying to figure out how to write what to write what to say my number one is very easy for me this could be one of my least favorite things in the world is packing up the kitchen just the <laughs> glassware and the plates and the kitchen in general oh my god i hate it i know they make those boxes now that have like 
the individualized spots for the cups, but it still sucks. I mean, it's still just awful, and it takes for absolute ever to do the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen's tough. I told Lacey at one point, I said, just buy new. If you want, I'll throw all this out. We can just buy new kitchen stuff. And she said, no, no, no. <laughs> Leave but I was it like, in the house. Get it out of my life. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Leave the plates here. What, what's your number one? Uh, my number one's a little more specific to uh, my. It's a little more specific to how we are doing it. I would like look up and be like, "How am I here? Like I'm so mindlessly driving. It just became so routine." Yeah, that's the that's by the third drive. You don't have any more podcasts to listen to, and you're just like, "I don't know what else to do here. Do I listen to old music? I, I've got. I'm out. I'm I'm all done." Uh, well, Max, congrats. I know you got to run. Um, congrats on the win. Uh, super pumped for you. Excited about uh, the next couple of months. Excited about the President's Cup. If you're not on it, I'm going to be sending very, very mean messages to certain people involved <laughs> in and around the team. Uh, but I uh, appreciate you jumping on. Appreciate you catching up with us. And uh, we'll chat soon. A big thanks uh, to my man, Max, for jumping on. Like I said, I know he's got a ton of things going on and he's very busy, but uh, nice to chat with him for a little bit about the win and about the week. Um, shout out to Elijah Craig for uh, supporting Max and for supporting me and supporting this podcast. Um, cheers to him with a little Elijah Craig Brown. And cheers to you guys for listening and for making it this far. Uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. Rate, review the show. Uh, it helps us out a lot. As I said off the top, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Shane Bacon and the podcast at Get a Grip Pod. Got a lot of cool stuff coming in the next few weeks. And, of course, PJ Championship coming up. And then we've got U.S. Opens and, uh, and on. And we'll be rocking and rolling. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for the support. We'll chat soon. Get a Grip with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.